1: Do we at Mormonism Research Ministry do what we do? Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry, and with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. As a ministry that is wanting to reach out to members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, it's absolutely essential to address the presuppositions that are held by many members of the LDS Church. Because we are critical of many of the truth claims held by members of the LDS Church, some will write us and they will complain about that. Why do you do this, they'll ask. Why do you do what you do? Every once in a while when we get a critical email, we will have what we call a fan mail Friday. Uh, We don't have them a lot, but occasionally we will do that. I recently received an email from an active Latter-day Saint who asked the question, why? And it was quite lengthy. And I just want to say that I thought he was as respectful as he could possibly be, although there were a few accusations that were, I think, unfounded. But we felt to take some more time and to address some of the concerns of this member, mainly because a lot of what he includes are concerns that we have heard from other Latter day Saints over the decades that we have been around. So we're not trying to embarrass this individual. His first name is Mark. I'm not going to give you his last name. I'm not going to read any of the more personal paragraphs in there where he talks about himself and people that he knows. But I think it's important to look at some of his accusations and see if, whether or not, he has some fair accusations, that he has some good cogent arguments against what we are trying to accomplish here at MRM. But he starts off by saying, I spent a few minutes reviewing your critique of Elder Holland's discourse on Keep Trying. Now, he's referring to a current Mormon apostle in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and that is Jeffrey R. Holland. Now, for clarity, the actual title of Mr. Holland's talk was Tomorrow the Lord Will Do Wonders Among You. And the phrase that we zero in on is where he says that a Latter-day Saint gets credit for trying. Jeffrey Holland did do that particular talk. Did it quite a few years ago, by the way. I think that's the one he's referring to. But this writer goes on to say, I'm a bit baffled at why. I find that it is easy for anyone to find reasons to be critical. It is our nature as humans, we often put others down, that we might look better ourselves. Is that the purpose? Why? Eric, is our motive behind critiquing the teachings of the LDS Church really born out of wanting to look better than other people? This is an article that you wrote, and you can find this article on our website at mrm.org credit hyphen for hyphen trying. What were your motives?
2: Well, first off, couldn't we throw the same accusation back at him when he says, I find that it is easy for anyone to find reasons to be critical? Isn't he being critical with us?
1: Well, certainly is. It's kind of like the individual who says you shouldn't judge, and they always want to make you know that you shouldn't judge, but yet in saying that, they just made a judgment call. So it's kind of self-refuting. I think you're correct. But again, I, I think he's trying to be as cordial as he thinks he possibly can be, given the circumstances here.
2: And I happen to disagree with Jeffrey R. Holland's talk about this idea that people get credit for trying. In the article, I even talk about how some missionaries use that very idea against me and saying that they didn't have to be perfect in this life as long as they were trying. And I think that's not what traditional Mormonism has taught. I don't believe that's what the standard works teach.
1: I I think you make a good point, and I think the problem that we really had with what Jeffrey Holland was saying in that message is that he contradicts himself, because he says other things and other talks as well, where he is insisting that it, it sounds like trying really isn't enough. He says, you've got to keep all these commandments. You're going to catch Jeffrey Holland in this article misusing a passage from the Doctrine and Covenants, and I think that needs to be brought out. It's not that we're trying to make ourselves better than others. Certainly that's not the case. We admit we are fallen sinners. We come short of the glory of God. We all need the grace that the New Testament describes. The last thing I would think, and I often say this when I'm talking to Latter-day Saints, you're probably a much better person than I could ever hope to be and I would commend them for that. But moralism is not Christianity. That's the problem. And unfortunately, many people think that by being better tomorrow than they were today, and of course today you're better than you were yesterday, that somehow that's Christianity. That's not Christianity. There is nothing we can possibly do to add to the justification that we get when we put our faith in what Christ did on our behalf on the cross at Calvary. But he asked this question, why? Why? He goes on to say, I'm an active member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Do I believe that the church is the perfect vehicle for my faith? Heavens no, he says. I'm the vehicle for my faith. Well, let's talk about that, because many Latter-day Saints do look at their church as the vehicle for their faith. (laughs) And even Jeffrey Holland at one time used the reference of the boat, and you better stay in the boat. And he gave this It sounded almost like an angry message. Remember the Tempe message? Tempe, Arizona was where he gave that talk. He sounded almost angry when people leave the church, and he doesn't think that that should be. Let's be serious. Many times when people do leave the church, if you're a member of the church and you're watching them go, it's not uncommon for them to think the reason why they left was not because they found some serious fault in the doctrine and or history of the church. It's probably because they just can't live that high standard that the church puts forth or maybe there was some kind of moral failure on that individual's part. We hear this a lot. It's not like we're making this up, folks. We've, we've talked to Latter-day Saints enough to see a pattern in what they think regarding this issue and this issue being, why do people leave? He says, you are critical of temples. And you do talk about temples in the article, Eric. He says, all I know is this, when I spend time in the temple contemplating why I'm taking time to individually worship in meditation and peace, I come out a happier person with an increase in my faith in Christ. The spirit of the temple, he writes, is marvelous. That
2: sounds like a pragmatic approach, because he gets good feelings out of going to the temple, then it must be correct, it must be true, and of God.
1: And that is not an uncommon thing that we hear from Latter-day Saints. If they do feel something good from their church, that obviously must be something from God. This is why we often hear from Latter-day Saints when we are talking to them on the streets. They'll say something like, I don't feel the Spirit when you talk when all we've probably done up until this point is ask them some questions about what they do believe is true, or maybe we've even cited from their own resources, such as, perhaps, the Book of Mormon, the Doctrine and Covenants, the Pearl of Great Price, which, of course, are three of Mormonism's unique sets of Scripture, It's not usually because we're saying it angrily or we have veins popping out of our neck. It's just that that individual doesn't agree with what we are saying. And their natural defense mechanism is, based on their understanding of Mormonism, is to think that what we are saying must be false
2: when he says that he's contemplating why I'm taking time to individually worship in meditation and peace. He makes it sound like the temple is just a place you go to to just kind of contemplate life, the mountain high experience. But if you take a look at the temple, it's mainly about doing things, whether it's baptisms for the dead. There's a variety of things that happen in there. Very little time, I understand, is spent in the celestial room, the last room on the tour, so to speak, where you're allowed to sit for a little while, but then the next people are coming in. So I don't know. What's the average Latter-day Saint spend in the Celestial Room? 10, 15 minutes, perhaps? I don't know what that number is, but that's not the major purpose of what a temple does.
1: You're right, and we're not going to take a lot of time in this show to go through the temple and explain all the things that we have problems with, because there are quite a few. Let me just say that it, like the Church itself, is supposed to be a restoration of what Christians did In ancient times, there is no comparison to what Latter-day Saints do in their temples with what was done in ancient times in the temple in Jerusalem. You won't even find where the temple played a huge role in the lives of the first century Christians. It's not that they didn't go there to teach, because we do see examples of that, but we don't see the temple having that same emphasis in those who had embraced Jesus as their Messiah. We just don't see that. And why is that? Well, because you could say Jesus is our temple recommend. He is our recommend. And of course, a recommend in the context of Mormonism is a card that Latter-day Saints have who are worthy to enter the temple. We are worthy to enter heaven because of Jesus's righteousness that is imputed to us as believers in Christ. We recognize we have no righteousness of our own to present. All we have to give are the sinful actions that made our salvation necessary. That's all we offer.
2: He goes on and says, again, I ask why? I am perplexed by your desire to poison someone else's well. I suppose you can argue that it is justified as you are adamantly convinced that the above reference organization is somehow evil, but that is a hard pill to
1: swallow. Well, first of all, let's let's clarify something. How would you define evil? Certainly, we do not think that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints offers true salvation as defined in a New Testament context. If it is preventing people from finding that true salvation, then yes, you could say, our belief would say that the church is somehow evil. It's not a phrase that we use when describing the church, because we know that that would certainly come across as a pejorative. It would be name-calling. So we would often refrain from using that kind of a word to describe the church. Usually just explaining what we find the church to teach is enough for the other individual to see there's something seriously wrong here, and perhaps they ought to stay away from this. Oh, I
2: mean, we teach that in a gentle and respectful way, as First Peter 3 says we're supposed to do. We believe that the church is wrong today in this culture, a lot of people don't want to say something is wrong. But just as we're saying that Mormonism is not true, he's saying that he thinks that we're wrong as well.
1: Tomorrow, we're going to continue looking at this email that we received from an active member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
0: Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mormonism.org. MRM.ORG, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another Viewpoint on Mormonism. We hope you've enjoyed today's edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. But did you know you can also listen to past broadcasts at your convenience? Simply go to Mormonism Research Ministries' website at MRM.org, again that's MRM.org, and scroll down to the box that says Listen to the Podcast. Click here and you'll find links to past shows that cover a number of pertinent subjects. Feel free to download the shows to your favorite listening device. And by all means, please share them with your friends. Once again, that's MRM.org.